Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Only got a uh, solo performance in We Are the World because Prince was so upset that he would not be allowed to do a guitar solo in the song that he didn't show up. Huey Lewis got his spot. You are obsessed with this documentary. Dana, I'm telling you right now, I may watch it again tonight. I'm going to watch it, it tonight. I will watch it tonight. Or I'll download it for the plane tomorrow. I might download it for the plane tomorrow. You'll be in studio tomorrow. I will be in studio tomorrow, heading back uh, north. How was your trip? It was good. It was good. good. Got to see the folks. I laid out on the pier today. I actually just wanted to hear the ocean, and so I went down to the pier. Was this the first time you had gone to the ocean since you went down there? Yeah, because it rained for the first six days I was here. Oh. And so I went down to the pier and just laid down, and anyone driving by might have thought, is that a dead woman? Because (laughs) I just, in full dress, just laid down with the sun on my face for for 30 minutes. And it was glorious and lovely. And then here comes a guy on his cell phone griping to his mother, and she is on speaker, and he is griping about this um, dinner they're having coming up, and the the mom is dropping F-bombs, and he is like, you've got to get your sister out of your life. They're fighting, and I literally wanted to look over at him and say, I am leaving tomorrow to go back home. If you do not shut the hell up and put that cell phone away, I am going to shove you off of this dock into the ocean, and I don't think there's a juror anywhere that will convict me. But I didn't. Well, I had some. I was like, you know what? I'm going to plug my ears. I just put my hands over my ears, and then after about ten minutes of this horrible conversation that he thought everyone would want to listen to, and by everyone, oh, I was, was the he only like, other person. Was on he the dock. like hovering around your area? You know, he was probably thirty yards from me, but like loud enough that you could he was, hear him. Huh. I could hear him. I'm like, dude. <clears throat> Why do you have to bring your filthy mouth to my dock when I'm enjoying my son? I gave him the Kermit the Frog look. I did. Oh, can you? Oh, and you know my mom look. Can you show it to me? I went like this. Like, what are you doing? And then (laughs) then I could tell he kind of tried to quiet it down. I'm getting very, like, crotchety in my old age. Confrontational. Well, I mean. I wouldn't say that's confrontational. Well, I don't know. I did tell a guy the other night, you don't know who I am. (laughs) Well, passive aggressive. I thought I was a cop. Uh, Dan, what are the coordinates of boss's office again? Oh, uh, let's see. It was um, manual jabs neck. Seems to be pretty okay. close. There. That seems you violent. Sounds like, like a news stop. story. That sounds like if, yeah. That sounds like somebody just got arrested for murder. And if right you next call to a it, dispatcher is coffee. And you say manual stabs strong. neck yeah. to a dispatcher. Uh-huh. 
They're, they're sending the police because there's this a murder. Might be the dumbest idea for an app. I, and if you missed it last hour, there is a new app, and Blue Springs has signed on, and they're all over this, where if you have your cell phone and the app, someone has given <clears throat> global coordinates three words all over the world. And so the theory is if you're lost somewhere, every square of earth and dirt has its own coordinate. Where I'm sitting has three words. Where Scott's sitting has three words. Dan over there in the studio has three different words. So that if you're lost, you can tell a dispatcher, manual stabs basement. <laughs> and the dispatcher is supposed to understand that those three words are you needing help? Like I Yes, because they have the software in front of them. They have the website in front of them. And so they can link <clears throat> it together. And I, actually, Dan, I don't what they're going to do in do. Blue Springs is they're going to send you a text. And then you can click on it and go through the thing. And you can repeat back the words to them. And they'll know your exact location. Okay. It's very helpful on the water. It's helpful on places like beaches. What? But mm -hmm. you're moving. Like if I'm if I'm lost on a boat, my words right now are going to be computer pin beer. And then as I drift this way, I'm going to go. No, wait. Now it's changing. Now, now she's I'm in computer bin <laughs> wine. Right. And so they know where you are. Okay. Dan, you mean to tell me every dispatcher knows this? Not every dispatcher. If they use this system, if they integrate it, uh, why would you need it, to use it in a city? Because not everybody knows wherever they are. And by saying manual zipper merger, uh, all of a sudden I, they, I know where I am? If you give the correct three words that if I can up. give, if I, if I have the wherewithal to On figure a cell out. Phone. It, it, exactly. Mm -hmm. If I have the wherewithal to figure out where I am based on three words on a grid... Wouldn't I also have the wherewithal to open up my GPS and tell him I'm at 151st and Schweitzer? Perhaps. Okay. So I, this I is yet another like... tool that can be used. Yeah. It's not the end-all, be-all. Now, whether or not it's helpful, I... This is going to make cops drink. Put all that aside. Can we not <laughs> include words that are crimes? <laughs> yeah, like stab stab is a crime. <laughs> Next. Is shot another word option? Here's a 911, what is your emergency? And I'm going to say um, strangulation impalement shotgun. Oh, that's where you are? Huh, that's weird because no. I'm at decapitated, stabbed in the heart, <laughs> now, and kicked in the back. Here are the three words for just around the corner in the sports department. Okay. Probe, rush, punks. Oh, that's that appropriate. Crime. That's appropriate. This is the dumbest idea yeah, I have ever heard dumb. in my entire life. And if I'm being kidnapped and I'm shoved in the trunk of a car, you realize my words are going to be changing every half of a millisecond. Right. That's the point. Because you're in motion. And you can, okay, what are your, what's your location now? Oh, it's these three words. Well, it's changing because I'm in a trunk of a car on a highway. I, I right. Just, and again, I would get the one dispatcher that they don't have the system. And I'm shouting out these random words and they're going to be going... Do we need like a CIT team? Because she sounds like a loon. And, 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 and at what point do, does the dispatcher go, did you say stab, jab, or lab? Uh, I, I, literally, as I'm bleeding out. Are you in the Galapagos Islands? Can you speak more clearly, please, sir? Where are you located? Oh, I'm at uh, rope, duct tape. We're you the Galapagos Islands. Road and duct tape. Rope, duct tape, plastic bag. <laughs> Some of the thought process behind this. Uh, zip tie one word or two. That's about where I'm about to be. <laughs> we already have latitude and longitude, but of course, most people don't deal with that. So they and created this thing with Dan. simple words Dan. for so civilians Dan, to come use. Dan, 
Mm-hmm. You know I love you. Mm-hmm. We've known each other for a long time. Oh, yeah. And I, you're right. Americans don't know longitude and latitude. Mm-hmm. Neither does anybody else on the planet. Oh, well, except for emergency but services. But guess, guess what else they don't know? What? The three words where they are. Well, if they use this system, <laughs> they will. Problem. Only if you get a dispatcher on duty in Blue Springs when you are kidnapped is this going to work. Everyone else is going to think you're crazy. Can I have another very quick proud dad moment? Yes, please, because I'm so happy about this story. Uh, Maya landed her first plane today. She took off on Monday, but she was not allowed to land. Well, they are just throwing them right in. So she calls me at 9 o'clock this morning. I'm rolling into the radio station to record a commercial for Hy-Vee Shameless Plug. Yeah. And I answer the phone, and I'm like, is everything okay? Because why are you awake at 9 o'clock in the morning? You're in college. She goes, Dad, I just landed. I go, what do you mean you just landed? She goes, I just landed my first plane. I'm like, stop. Stop it. How did you do? Did you say you crash landed it? And what are your three words? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, all planes landing are just a controlled crash. Right. Thankfully, there's wheels in the way. So here's the crazy thing. (laughs) Finally, I I say to her, you know, we're talking about her landing and everything. I said, honey, I really want to come out and watch you fly. When can I come out and watch you fly? Right. And she said... Why don't you come out in April when I do my first solo? And I said, oh. I said by solo, you mean there's going to be you in the plane yeah. taking off, flying, and landing yes. with an instructor next to you? And she goes, no. In April, I will take off with that plane, fly yeah. it by myself, and land it solo. Well, at some point, they got to turn her loose. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. And the three I'm words so will be, her. gravity is real. <laughs> you're a jerk. I mean, that's how they land. No, no, the three gravity. words are, you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah. It's it's Scott. It's bang, dang, ow. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> She'll be fine. <laughs> I need parachute. Oh, by the way. I'm speak, so proud of her. Speaking to the girls, you know, our, our uh, summer rite of passage has always been train. The band yeah. Train. Train announced. Already got my tickets. Uh, they are coming to Starlight Theater July 17th. First time in five years. You have to go with me. Oh, I'm taking we the are girls. Going. We are going. Jack's coming. Olivia's coming. I'm taking all of the kids. This this has always been that band. And and, and, and I, I like Train. I'm not a super huge fan, but the girls love them. Uh, I, I like Train. Um, but this was always, when they were growing up, our summer rite of passage. And Train has not been to town in over five years. They announced today they are coming to Starlight on July 17th. And the only place to see them is Starlight, because I've seen them in other venues. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. No, no. The only place to see them. I'm telling you, I got my tickets yesterday. Really? Yes. It's a great show. If you have never, I don't care if you like Train or not. Oh, God. You forget how many hits they have. Every single song comes on. You go, oh, my God, I forgot about that one. I love this one. They are so good in concert, it will blow you away. Quick break. Sam Stevie the Third. Dana Wright, what do you got? When we come back, have you heard that Elmo is trending all over social? No. Over the last 48 hours? No. We're going to tell you why when we come back. Elmo tweeted out, how's everybody doing? Oh, yeah. I I did see that. Oh, my gosh. Did you share? (laughs) Elmo's going to need therapy. (laughs) And I want to talk about it when we come back. All right.
going to be a great show. Song. Oh, I can't wait. I've been a bunch, but I've never taken all the kids. And I just texted all of them yesterday and said, um, We're going to train. July 17th off your calendar. We are going. Yep. I, so, I don't know if we should be like concerned about this next story, or is it nostalgic, or is it a little bit of both? Uh, but the entire internet is talking about Elmo. Uh, and maybe it's because Elmo like still feels like a safe place for all of us. Like back in our childhood, you think, oh, those are happy times, right? Yeah, Sesame Street. Um, I, I, I'm, cu I'm curious how you feel about this story. Uh, this is from Good Morning America. When Elmo, the beloved Sesame Street Muppet, took to social media this week to ask a seemingly simple question, the responses came flooding in. The question was this. Elmo is just checking in. How is everyone doing? The iconic character wrote in a post shared Monday. A wave of emotional responses from Elmo's followers quickly came pouring in, and now Elmo is in therapy. Scott, it's bad. The post racked up over 175 million views and counting just on Twitter. One person replied, honestly, Elmo, I need a hug. Another wrote, oh, I shouldn't have rushed wanting to be an adult. I need a break, big guy. Uh, another replied, feeling some existential dread, feeling like I am barely hanging on. Actress Rachel Zegler wrote, I'm resisting the urge to tell Elmo that I'm kind of sad. Singer, rapper, producer, is it T-Pain? Posted, mm -hmm. I'm just looking for somebody to talk to and show me some love if you know what I mean. The conversation started by Elmo's post put a spotlight on the mental health crisis facing both adults and young people, particularly when it comes to loneliness. Uh, there was actually uh, from the Surgeon General an advisory on this, an epidemic of loneliness and isolation in the United States last night with one in two adults reportedly experiencing loneliness. In response to the outpouring of feelings evoked by his question, Elmo shared a follow-up post Tuesday about the importance of asking a friend how they're doing. And Elmo wrote, wow, Elmo is glad he asked. Elmo learned it's important to ask a friend how they are doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friends. Elmo loves you. And I don't know why that makes me want to cry. It's just... First of all, it's a puppet. This is not even a real person. But then second of all, he asked, how are you doing? And like everyone felt um, comfortable enough with this childhood memory of ours to sort of be honest in a way that I don't think even the producers at Sesame Street thought would happen. Um, well, even the, even the president's account weighed in on this. I mean, it's everyone is talking about this. When you say, how are you doing? I think most of us, when you're walking by, how you doing? Fine. How you doing? Fine. Mm -hmm. Elmo asked, how are you doing? And man got the raw, guttural, good. emotional, I'm not doing great right now kind of response. Good. And I don't mean good that people wrote in and said, you know, I'm not doing well. Good that they were honest about it. Right? Yeah. And and so to your point, he's just a Muppet. He's not even real. Right. True. Uh, however... He is something that that all of us can connect to. I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm 52 years old. I remember Elmo when I was a kid. Um, but there is somebody behind, yeah, that character, right? Who, and 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 I say this from experience. I'm sure I speak for a lot of people. I may even Dana speak for you to some extent. People just want to know that they don't suffer alone. 
Yeah, sure. That that's all. Isn't it funny to think too, Scott, that like if Elmo was sitting here, the puppet, and I'm being dead serious, I think for some people it would be easier to talk to Elmo and say it'd be cathartic. It'd be cathartic mm-hmm. to just dump everything out, sort of like you write it in a letter and then burn the letter. Mm-hmm. To dump everything out to a puppet instead of saying to your friend or your sibling yep. or your spouse, "I'm having a rough day today." It's maybe easier just to throw it out into the Muppet universe and well, get it off your chest. We just, I think, I, I think, and I don't know if this is an American phenomenon or an adult phenomenon, but we, we always feel like we have to, and I'm speaking in broad generalities, so forgive me, but we feel like we have to be tough. We have to yeah. put up this veneer where you can't, you can't see the real me. Well, screw that. You know, and, and you and I have, if, if I can compliment this show over its 12 years very quickly, um, because we, we spend a lot of time on this show goofing on each other and doing self-deprecating humor, and that's all fine and good. <clears throat> but but if, there, if there is one thing that this show does that most talk radio shows in America don't do, and if they try to do it, they don't do it well is we are open, we are vulnerable, and we are honest. And there is a there is a therapy that comes with being honest and open. And talking about it, and, sure. And that's right. That's right, Dana. And I, I said at the beginning of the show, I think I said it on the air. If I didn't, it was right before the show and off the air. I said, I'm getting ready for my four-hour therapy session. I, that's what I consider this show, is a four-hour Laugh, sure. goof around, uh, talk about life, and and have therapy, and, and and I think that's missing in a lot of people. I mean, there were, there was a story last year you'll recall, Dana. I think it was in the New York Times, the uh, the phenomena of the loneliness of America. Yeah, yeah. Where Americans have a pandemic of loneliness. Well, now Elmo has a pandemic of oh. loneliness and dread and despair because we all dumped it on no, him. No, Why Elmo, you got to do Elmo no. like that, America? <laughs> Elmo's got a Elmo's reevaluating the questions he asks. <laughs> Scott, like, there's a meme. There's a meme that says Elmo checking in, and it's this guy just opening the door, and he's got this look of horror on his face, and the entire room is on fire. <laughs> the guy's like. Oh my God, I'm sorry I asked. Yeah. Y'all need help. But you do. You do need to ask people, how are you doing? Are you okay? Yes. And and that's not a it's negative. Like today when I told you I was going to call you and I needed to unload some things and you never called me back. That, that, that was only because Maya had called me and said she had just landed a plane. So I, Sam, please, please Sam, I swear me. to you. Sam, I swear to you. I said to him, I go, hey, I just need to vent. Will you call me? I just feel like venting. And he goes, I'm walking out the door. I'm going to call you in 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. That was at 1140. Mm-hmm. At 140, I text mm-hmm. Sam and I'm like, is Scott alive? Tell him I'm going to be on the air. He never called me back. Yeah. That's that, honestly as a. F- you know what? You are not Elmo. No. <laughs> she was closely watching her phone. She was waiting. She was hoping. And all <laughs> she got. Oh. Ain't oh. calling you if I need CBR. No, that's on me. That That's on me. I, I got distracted. <laughs> Maya called me. We got into a long conversation about her flight today. I even said to him, Sam, I'm heading toward the pier. Call me. <laughs> With a knife. <laughs> Stab. I tweeted Elmo. I called Scott. What more do you want from me? 913-586-7798. 586-7798 here on Dana and Parks.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I find this hard to believe. Uh, Two in five Americans, so 20%, plan to watch 20 minutes or less of the actual game during the Super Bowl this year. This is according to a new survey of 2,000 adults who apparently watched the Super Bowl. There's only 18 minutes of football. I know. Right. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, 40% say they look forward to attending or hosting a party for the big game, but they barely spend any time in front of the TV. Respondents say they average viewing only about 29 minutes of the game play, and 9% admit they are unlikely to know which teams are playing before they even turn it on? (laughs) They're just showing up with some Fritos and a six-pack. Yeah, I believe that, Scott. We're so heavily invested in it because we're always in it for the last several years. Only one-third of Americans could tell you that the Kansas City Chiefs are the reigning Super Bowl champions. Two-thirds of Americans have no idea who won the Super Bowl last year. Okay, but Scott, if the Chiefs did not win it last year, and I was lucky enough to be sitting in those stands with my son, I could not tell you who won last year or the year prior. If I had not been there and it wasn't the Chiefs winning, I'd be like, uh, I don't remember who won. I'd, I wouldn't be able to I'll tell be you honest. I can't, I can't tell you who won the year before. Did you see the entire O-line at the KU basketball game last night? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah. The offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think I see, is that Creed? I think Creed's there. Yeah, Creed was they, uh, on the they far were, right. They were swag surfing in Allen Fieldhouse last night. What's sw- what is swag surfing? You know, they do this. Swag surfing, swag huh? surfing, only you don't look like a mom when you're doing it. <laughs> Swag surfing. It's what they were doing in the please, suite pl- the other whatever, day. Whatever you are doing, please stop it. <laughs> <laughs> please. I got moves. No, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I turned that game off because we were beating them by like 50 points. Finally, KU won one last night. I was thrilled to see that. Well, it's been a rough uh, couple weeks. Sorry. They're ranked eighth in the country. What do you want? No, but we've lost a couple. I mean, every time I look up, some other team's fans are flooding the center now, court. Now, listen to this. Are you, are you going to have a, a, a watch party at your house? Um, n- no. Okay, have you ever? I have before, but because of our jobs, you you know this. I mean, Chris already has his flight and itinerary to be there covering it, and so I'll probably go to the peanut with all my friends. Uh, if, if you were to host a viewing party at your home, how many days do you think you would spend planning the menu? One. Yep. 
this survey found that the average American spends eight days planning their menu for the Super Bowl party. Oh, come Garbage. on. No, no, Garbage. I, that's not me. No. Order some pizza or some meat mitts and yeah, be done. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get, go get some cheese dip, some Velveeta that sticks to your gut, and we'll, we're on our that way. Time. Uh, by the way, two Super Bowls ago, the Rams won. Oh, that's right. Before that, I, it was... I, for a million dollars, I could not tell you that that was the Rams. Before a million that, dollars. If you said to me, tell me who won, I would not have been able to tell you Before that, that it was the Chiefs, and, or check no, that. Before, before that, that, it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and before that, it was the Chiefs. The Chiefs. And then, yeah, the okay, Chiefs remember the that. other day I said we lost to Tom Brady? I thought that was New England. No, that was and his was, first year in Tampa Bay. It was Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't... Rem- I mean, obviously, we're not sports people, but I don't remember stuff like that the way I'm sure Carrington and Binkley do. Uh, many respondents have gone so far as to say they purchase a grill or an outdoor cooking appliance. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> um, Americans spend more time. See, I, I, I don't believe this survey. Americans spend more time planning their Super Bowl party than they do a holiday celebration or a graduation party. Uh, Yet. All time best game time party foods. Go. Oh. Ten layer dip, please. Number two on the list. Boom. That's a uniquely Super Bowl dish, by the way. Mm-hmm. Rotel. Yeah. No. Cheese dip. Well, dips dips is number two. Oh, just dips in general. Mm-hmm. Dips is number two. Charcuterie has got to be on there. Negative, Ghost Rider. The adult lunchable. Uh. <laughs> That's a shortcut. Come on, Trey. Think think simplistically. Uh, Wings. Chips. Chips number one. What did you Wings. say, Sam? Wings? Wings. No. Nope. Didn't even make a list. What? Nope. Uh, just cheese and crackers. Man, you guys stink. <laughs> I got uh, nothing. Number one, chips. Number two, dips. Number three, hot dogs. Gross. Number- hot dogs were on there, but wings were not. Nope. Right? Yeah, I don't buy this survey. Number <laughs> number four, pizza. <laughs> number five, hamburgers. Okay, yeah. What? Can you give me the ballpark, Frank? Hmm? No, I'm good. Wait, 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 wait. What is with the two of you and hot dogs? I had a hot dog for lunch. I it's like hot dogs. Very, it's not a very, to me, it's not a super bully kind of thing. I'll have a hot dog once a year if I go to a Royals game or something. Or I, 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 I strike that. I had one yesterday, but that was only because that's all they had at the turn. I, I'm not a big hot dog kind of gal. I don't buy hmm. them. I don't cook them. Okay. Very odd. Uh, very National odd. Geographic is out with its best of the world adventures to check out in 2024. Uh, in the top 10, two places in the United States. They don't tell me Kansas City is on that list. No, it is not. Good. Thank God. Uh, is it one of the national parks, like um, in, the, in the Redwood Forest area one, or something? One of them is, and, and it's number four on the list, and it's in Alaska. Oh. Katmai okay. National Park, where you can watch bears. Okay. Uh, the number one best of the world adventure, according to National Geographic, is a horseback safari in Kenya. Ooh. Number two is run an Olympic marathon in Paris. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'll cheer him on. <laughs> Did I, 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 I told you my brother ran the Wichita Marathon years ago. Yes, yes. He it, said he wrecked his body. It, it destroyed him. It destroyed my brother's body. Uh, number three, visit ski tour UNESCO sites in the Republic of Georgia. No. Uh, go bear watching in Alaska, number four. And uh, the only other one in the United States is number seven, and it's cruised down Route 66 in New Mexico. My parents did that. My parents did that a couple years ago. They is took it, the whole thing. Is it worth it? Yeah, they loved it. 
What does one do when they cruise down Route 66? Get their kicks. Oh. On Route 66? Yeah. Uh, there's like tourist attractions all over the place because of the history of the highway. Why, why is it famous? Of all the highways in America, why is that one the most famous? I, I don't know. I've never been on it. I have no idea. Uh, we have a new uh, passenger for Jerk Air. Well, we actually have two, but go ahead. A passenger aboard a Frontier Airlines flight from Orlando to Philadelphia has been slapped with federal charges after her caught on video meltdown when she flashed the cabin by pulling down her pants and her underwear, oh cursed God. at the crew, and then allegedly <laughs> threatened to kill fellow flyers. Dulcie Hurtis, age 60. Apparently, and she did hurt us. <laughs> yes, had two cocktails. During the November 20th flight, got out of her seat while the plane was about to land in Philadelphia and announced, I have to pee. A flight attendant, identified only as R.G., told her to please sit down. The woman began cursing before finally taking her seat. After the plane landed and was going to the gate, Hurtis began cursing at the passengers around her. The captain was notified. At the gate, Hurtis allegedly pushed other passengers out of the way as she went to the front of the cabin where she approached the laboratory. Sorry, she every- literally dropped her pants, and there was a kid sitting right there that saw this whole thing. Sorry, everybody, she announced, and then pulled down her pants and her <laughs> underwear as she gross. squatted and urinated in the aisle. This is so gross. Well, she's not just a jerk air passenger. She is a first-class jerk air passenger. We also have a story in the stack that more lasers were pointed yes. at planes yes. this last year. Like, a shocking amount of lasers pointed at planes. I don't know what we do to stop it. I know that it can down a plane. I know that it's mm -hmm. not a prank. It's not considered funny. I'm pretty sure it's a federal violation of the law. The FAA says the number of laser strikes on airplanes in the United States reached 13,000. God. In 2023, that is compared to 9,400 the year before. Uh, what is going on? Laser pointers, even those sold for less than $20 online, can distract pilots and cause what's called flash blindness. Of particular danger during takeoff and landing when many of these incidents are reported. Quoting here from Dennis Tayer, an American Airlines pilot and a spokesman for the airline's union. When you point a laser at a cockpit to blind the pilots, you are not attacking two pilots. You are attacking every single person on that airplane. This is a big deal. Green lasers are the most common. Oh, thank you for that. Of all of the um, cases that we are seeing, how? what is the percentage of cases where they identify the laser pointer? It has to be pretty low. This is like a needle in the haystack, isn't mm. it? Uh, the vast majority of cases reported are left unsolved. Yeah. Here we go. Great question, Dana. A 2022 study from the U.S. government found that perpetrators are only identified about 1% of the time. 1% of the time. Hmm. Uh, by the way, Route right. 66 grew in popularity because it was the main vein to get from Chicago to the West in the 1930s. Through New Mexico? That would be sure. that would be a little off the beaten path. I just That's read Dana's the facts driving. of the story. <laughs> yeah, Dana's driving. <laughs> Where are we?
Is this the Pacific Northwest? This is New Mexico or Mexico? I don't even know. Uh, before we go to break, we're going to end on very good news. This is from Channel 41. Okay. A Kansas City City Council committee has just advanced an ordinance to allocate money in the event, we don't want to jinx it, that that thing happens when we go to play in that thing and then we bring that thing home as a team in a city. Uh, they are working on the date and the funding for that celebratory thing. I had several people in the hospitality industry write to me today saying, please, oh, please, if they end up winning that thing, yeah, do not have the parade on Wednesday. That would be Valentine's Day. I'm pretty sure um, they are teasing you will heart the date, meaning you will love the date. No, meaning it will be on Valentine's Day. That, to me, says they are looking at making this Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just the thought that Travis and Taylor could be atop a bus going through our town makes me want to cry. I'm going to need a drink. I'll be back after this break. Do you mean you're going to need another drink? Yes, on Valentine's Day. Wouldn't that be so great? Oh, you should send me to be the correspondent. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. 913-586-7798. Joy hater. As we wrap up the Wednesday edition of the Dana and Parks program, don't forget the bonus hour is coming up next. You can always check out our podcast. Uh, each hour is put up. Sam does a great job of this. Uh, each hour is put up right after it airs, so you can check out the podcast at KMBZ.com. You can also listen to the whole show, front to back, that I discovered last night. <laughs> like to learn new things on the Odyssey app. And that includes our bumper music and everything else, It does. Right? Commercials, the whole night. Explain, explain that to everybody, because I, I was unaware of this, uh, if, if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem I, at all. I, I, I don't mean to get too into the weeds here, but you know, people are always saying, hey, I, you know, I want to hear the show the way it actually aired. Uh, how do they do that? I did not know that this was something that we could do. I learned it the other night. As I said, I wanted to hear one of our rejoins and, you know, hear how amazing I did. Uh, and <laughs> so I went in. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to hear my greatness. You know. In stereo. So you go in and you pull up KMBZ on the Odyssey app, uh, A-U-D-A-C-Y, for those of you who don't know. Uh, and you click on KMBZ or you search KMBZ if you don't have it saved in your presets, as I do. Once you click on that, you can go to uh, Featured Shows, scroll down, and click on Dana and Parks. And you can scroll all the way back to the beginning of the program. And can you, fast, really? can you fast forward? You can go to any point you want in the program oh, between okay. 2 and 7. It even includes, includes the bonus hour. Which is usually a repeat of the 3 o'clock hour. That is correct. But yeah, you can listen to the whole show. The whole shebang. Okay. Uh, a proposal to raise the legal marriage age in Missouri is now being considered in the state Senate. It proposes to raise Missouri's current legal age to get married to 18 and prevents anyone younger from being able to get married with or without parental permission. Uh, identical bills are also being sponsored uh, in, the, in the House. Yeah, as I recall, the last time we looked this up, we were at the bottom of the list across the country with respect to what is allowed. Um, 
I think that this is good policy. Um, Currently, you can get married in the state of Missouri at the age of 16 if you have yeah. parental permission. Yeah. Do you hear banjos in the background? Or no? <laughs> wow. Don't do I'm the, sorry. Don't, don't, I, don't. I saw the headline and I thought, of course, Missouri is the one that says 14, bring her on down oh, the no. aisle. <laughs> we don't want to be that state is what I'm saying. We don't want to be that place. <laughs> Jeez, Align it with the rest of the states. Make it 18. Safe travels back tomorrow. Oh, I can't wait. We love you. Be good. Love you, love you. Be good. All right. On behalf of our producer today, the finest man in these United States, the great Sam Stevie III, my good friend and co-host Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. God willing, we are back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe. Be well. And be good. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 